I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're going to talk about anxiety and depression and how food affects your emotions and your anxiety and depression. So let's talk about the foods to avoid for anxiety and depression. Because a big issue, a lot of people have been locked up and kids and not going to school and people losing their jobs. And so it's interesting what's happened with this COVID, being not, we're still out in the world. Some companies are doing really well and some companies are not doing very well. Either way, that can lead to anxiety and depression. Uh, there's two things that ruin a business. One is they grow too slow and two is they grow too fast. And both things can cause a company to go out of business. Now, if suddenly you're in a position where your services were desperately needed, um, for example, first responders, uh, healthcare providers like us, we got overwhelmed. At first, it kind of dropped, but then patients realized, I got to take care of myself. My health is really important. And so we had a scramble to meet the needs of everyone, finally coming to this realization after all these years that, oh my gosh, I have to take care of myself. I have to eat better. I have to take supplements. I got to make sure I'm keeping my immune system strong. And so that was an issue. So either way, there's always going to be stress and anxiety in your life, no matter what it is. Too much money, too little money, um, changes in life. The number one stress that we can go through as a human being, according to Dr. Hans Selye, researcher out of Canada, the number one stress we can go through is death of a loved one. So if you've had someone, if you've lost someone, and unfortunately that happens in life, we do lose our family and friends, uh, that's the number one stress. The number two stress that we go through is moving. Now, when we say moving, moving to a new house, moving to a new job, moving to a new relationship, moving out of a relationship. So that's the number two stress that we can go through. And when patients come to our offices, and we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, in the Atlanta area, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, patients come to us with neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, digestive issues, car accidents, we see a ton of car accidents. And they come to us with concerns, and that's very stressful. Pain can be stressful. Emotional issues can be stressful. Digestive issues can be stressful. So we want to get to the cause of the stress. And many times, the cause of your stress and anxiety is what you're eating. That's the one thing you have control over. I can't control if we lose a loved one. I can't control your job. I can help you control what you're putting in your body. And that's the one thing, the one constant, that is the easiest thing to control and going to get you the best results. And it's free. You have to eat anyway. You might as well eat good food. And that's what I want to talk about is what you need to start putting in your body. So I want to start with something that you would never think would be bad for you. And that would be fruit juice. Apple juice, orange juice, pineapple juice. Because you think to yourself, wait a minute. If you're old enough, you remember part of this nutritious breakfast. And part of that nutritious breakfast was orange juice or apple juice. And so you think, well, juice is good because it comes from fruit and fruit is good, so it must be good. But here's the problem with juice. If you eat the whole fruit, it has fiber in it. And fiber is going to help fill up your colon, make you feel full, but it's also going to push the sugar through the colon, giving you a slow release of absorption of the sugar. Also, the fiber can block up what's called your receptor sites, 
receptor sites are where you absorb things into your body. And so if we block up the receptor sites, you'll absorb less sugar or less toxin, whatever that is. So what happens is you get this big rush of sugar from juice, and you get this burst of energy, and then you crash. Without the fiber, you're essentially drinking sugar water. And I don't want you drinking sugar water. If I gave you a glass of sugar water and said, here, drink this, you would say, there's no way, Dr. Joe, I'm not going to drink that. But that's not a good thing because it really is just sugar water. Now, then you get this spike, and then you crash, and then you get hungry. Because sugar makes you hungry, especially a sugar called fructose. Now, in fruit, fruit, fructose, okay, there's fructose. So when fructose gets into the body, I've talked about this before, it needs to be converted into glucose. Glucose is the form of sugar that your body uses. So fructose converts into glucose. In the process, it creates uric acid. Uric acid gets in your joints and it hurts. Now, as a chiropractor and a pain management expert and a non-surgical orthopedist, I see a lot of pain patients. We see a lot of pain patients. My team does. And so we want to do everything we can to try to bring down the pain. And uric acid is one of the things that can cause pain. Uric acid prevents the body from producing proper amounts of nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels and increases circulation. But that's not the kicker, not the only kicker. The other thing we have to worry about is when fructose gets into the small intestine, it produces something called ghrelin. It causes your body to produce ghrelin. Now, ghrelin is a hormone that's released in your small intestine, goes up into your hypothalamus, which is the part of your brain that controls hunger, and makes you more hungry. So if you're eating a lot of concentrated fructose, like juice, what's going to happen is we're going to stimulate the production of ghrelin, which is going to make you feel more hungry. So if I want to have a light breakfast and I drink orange juice, I'm going to get more hungry. Not a good choice. Now, if I have the orange, it's different, okay? Fructose also slows down the production of leptin. Now, leptin is a hormone that's produced in your stomach, and it goes to your hypothalamus and tells you that you're full. So you reduce leptin, increase ghrelin, reduce your ability to feel full, and increase your ability to feel hungry, and it's going to give you a spike and a crash, so you're going to get hungry again. So fruit juice, not a good idea, and that really can mess with your brain because when you start getting hungry, it's certainly not going to help your anxiety and your depression. And the sugar, again, spikes and then crashes. Your brain needs sugar to run. It's its primary fuel. There's secondary fuels, but its primary fuel is sugar. And so what happens is the brain isn't going to work as well as it should. There's your anxiety and your depression. So I really want you to stay away from fruit juices always, not just if you have anxiety and depression. Water is really what you're thirsty for, okay? You can try teas. Uh, right now I have with me, I have some uh, uh, Slippery Elm tea. And Slippery Elm tea is really good for your vocal cords and for your uh, mucous membranes. And so when I do a show, when I do a lecture, I know I'm emceeing a big convention coming up in a couple of weeks, and i got to emcee for three days straight. I'm going to have lots of tea with me, especially Slippery Elm tea, because it's heat, which keeps my voice sounding so melodic. But it's also very good and soothing to the throat. So... That's why it's a good idea to drink water, or if you're going to drink things like herbal teas, that's fine. Caffeine, not a good idea. And the reason is caffeine makes you pee. And then it dehydrates you, makes you more thirsty, and the brain runs on water. It floats in water, so you don't want to dehydrate yourself. Kind of goes along with soda. It'll spike it just like the fruit juice and then crash it. Uh, Sugar-sweetened drinks like soda are linked to depression as well. So if you're craving soda or pop, depending what part of the country you're in, you can take some seltzer water. Add a slice of lime, add some stevia, and you've got yourself a soda. Is it as good as, you know, artificially processed root beer? Eh, probably not. But it'll help get that craving done with you. 
And the bubbly um, will kind of give you a little thrill, too, if you want to get a little excited there. So that's kind of neat. So people think, well, Dr. Joe, I don't drink regular soda because I know sugar is linked to anxiety and depression. Uh, I drink diet soda. Diet soda, much, much better, right? No, absolutely not. It's actually worse. Uh, you're not going to get the energy crash that goes with that. But diet soda has been linked to depression. Now, there's three types of sweeteners. There's saccharin, there's sucralose, and uh, there's aspartame. Those are the three artificial sweeteners. Now, aspartame breaks down to three components. I haven't covered this in years, actually. Aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and methyl esters. Aspartic acid, when it gets into the brain, is an excitotoxin. It causes the brain to get excited. And the nerves now fire faster than they're supposed to. And when nerves fire faster than they're supposed to, they can actually burn out. So you can actually destroy brain cells by doing things like concentrated aspartic acid. Same thing with monosodium glutamate or glutamic acid. They're excitotoxins to the brain, and they cause the brain to essentially burn out. So it's not something you want to put into your body. But it also has been linked to craving carbohydrates because your body will sense that there's something sugary, so it'll release insulin. And insulin is floating around the blood going, where's that sugar I'm supposed to deal with? There's no sugar here because it's artificially sweetened. And so that can make you hungry as well and make you tired. And the aspartic acid is cytotoxin to the brain. If you have a tendency toward anxiety and depression, it can make it worse. Now, there's aspartic acid. It also breaks down to something called phenylalanine. This is aspartame. Phenylalanine can really do a number on your kidneys, especially have a condition called phenylketonuria. Phenylketonuria is a condition where you can't process phenylalanine and it can destroy your kidneys. Now, some people don't know they have phenylketonuria. So I don't like that. But it also breaks down to something called methyl esters. Methyl esters are methanol. Methanol is wood alcohol. And I've told this story before. Years ago, I went to an AA meeting. A friend of mine, uh, she wanted me to go to an AA meeting with her. And I said, I'll go. So I went to the AA meeting. First of all, a lot of celebrities there. It was pretty cool. Um, I can't say who they were because you're sworn to secrecy. But I was surprised how many alcoholics were there drinking diet soda. And I thought to myself, why are they drinking diet soda? Why not regular soda? They're all skinny. Most of them were skinny. It wasn't an issue of weight. So I did a little more research, and I realized that it breaks down to methyl esters. Methyl esters is methanol. Methanol is a type of alcohol. So these alcoholics were getting drunk at the AA meeting. Now, you're not going to get loaded like you would drinking scotch, but it's still affecting the brain. And if you're trying to come off an addiction, you could listen to our show. It's on the website, drjoe.com. We did it on addiction. If you're trying to come off addiction, the worst thing you want to do is give yourself a little bit of that thing you're addicted to, like alcohol. So it's very frustrating. I know I've told the story before that I, I spoke to the uh, director of the AA meeting and I said, listen, I really need to talk to you guys. You guys are having people drink diet soda and it's alcohol. And he said, you can't speak. You're not an alcoholic. And I thought, this is some of the most insane things I've ever heard. I can't speak to help you guys because I'm not an alcoholic? Yes, that was the rule. So I walked away frustrated. But now I have the media to use as an outlet. And I want to tell you, if you're an alcoholic or you have a tendency toward alcoholism, don't give yourself a little bit of alcohol like diet sodas. Kombucha is another one. Kombucha is fermented. It's a drink. It has probiotics in it. But it's fermented. And it has some alcohol in it. Dropping my seat here. Um, so it has some alcohol in it. And so sometimes people who are alcoholics will say, well, I'm going to drink kombucha because it's healthy for me. Well, it's not healthy for you because it has alcohol in it. Now, if you're not an alcoholic, probably not that big a deal. It's probably okay. But if you have a tendency toward alcoholism, I wouldn't suggest you do kombucha. 
and I knew somebody who did this. You know, she used to drink yeah, socially, but socially was every night. And eventually, I, I even said, I said, well, I think you got a drinking problem. I do not. I do not. Well, I'm going to switch to kombucha. It's healthier for me. <sighs> no, not really. You're still feeding that alcoholism. And so you got to be careful with that. So diet soda, of course, alcoholism is not good for anxiety and depression. So I want you to think about what you're putting in your body. And that's what this show is all about, foods to avoid if you have anxiety and depression, because there's a lot of things that you're doing that may make your anxiety and depression worse. And that's what we're trying to do is let you know that. And I, I, this is one of the shows you're going to get a lot of aha moments. <gasps> oh, my gosh, I didn't realize that. So uh, bread. I know it sounds simple. Bread, right? Bread breaks down into sugar. It's highly processed wheat flour if you're having like traditional white bread. Becomes sugar. Sugar spikes and then crashes. We talked about that with fruit juices and sodas. Not a good idea. Wheat and basically all breads are going to break down to sugar. So even if you do gluten-free bread, not wheat bread, but gluten-free bread, it's still going to be a lot of sugar. Now, I had some gluten-free bread last night. It was delicious. And I enjoyed one piece. But if you have a lot of it, it's going to break down to sugar. It's going to cause some problems. So just be careful with that. People ask me all the time, Dr. Joe, what's a good bread? There is no good bread because it's all processed. Now, if you're going to do something like Ezekiel bread, it still has wheat in it. Wheat's a gluten. Gluten can irritate your bowels. That can cause an inflammatory reaction. Inflammation can get in your brain and increase anxiety and depression. So it's not a great choice. And also, it doesn't taste as good. So you might be able to transition out of your bread addiction into things like Ezekiel bread. It's a sprouted grain. But there really is no good bread, unfortunately, because it's carbohydrates. Now, if you do a raw bread, you can do sprouts and you can knead them together. It's called manna bread. <sighs> Maybe better, but it's so concentrated and so thick. And many times they put uh, dried fruits and things in the manna bread. So that may not be a good choice either. It's just loaded with sugar. And once again, we keep going back to sugar now when it comes to anxiety and depression. And that's one of the things that I find with patients that have anxiety and depression is they want to eat a lot of sugar. Why? Because sugar, when it gets into your brain, stimulates a part of the brain called the nucleus acumens. Nucleus acumens releases dopamine and dopamine gets you high, makes you happy. It's the pleasure neurotransmitter. So when you're anxious and depressed, what do you want to do? You want to get a little bit of pleasure in life. And so you may become an addict. And that's why if you go to our website, drjoe.com, listen to the show we did on addiction, just type in addiction in the search bar and listen to that because we talk about how the brain is affected by addiction and this kind of ties into that. So it might be a good follow-up show for you. And the website has over 1,500 hours of shows, by the way, uh, 1,500 hours of podcasts. So it's drjoe.com. You can go to the media section. We have video. We have audio. Uh, so we have lots of ways for you to get information. And the website's a great source of information. We have blogs, articles that I've written. Um, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, if you don't know who we are, I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management, double board certified in nutrition, BS in nutrition, retired dietitian, award-winning author. Um, I believe one of the shows we do is now the number one health show in the country on radio. Um, so we're pretty good at it. I've been on Dr. Oz's show. He's been on my show. I've uh, been in practice 36 years. So we deal a lot with pain patients, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, digestive issues, nutrition issues. Uh, we have a medical division as well. We have a medical doctor on staff and nurses. Uh, so we can do injections. We can do trigger point injections. We can do spinal injections. We can do PRP, uh, exosomes. Exosomes are like the active part of stem cells. And uh, they can help regenerate parts of the body in some cases. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you can do for hair replacement, uh, rectile dysfunction, uh, women at uh, urinary leakage when they cough or sneeze, if they've lost some of their desire. Um, the uh, stem cells and things like PR, not stem cells, PRP and uh, exosomes can actually 
start to regrow parts of the body. And it really is the new trend, by the way, for gentlemen, especially with erectile dysfunction. There's a lot of treatments out there that are very expensive. The PRP is your own cells. We take your cell, we take your blood, take, take out the uh, stem cell, not the stem cells, the uh, uh, platelets out of your blood, and we put them back in the body, and that stimulates circulation and growth. So that's really the trend now for erectile dysfunction uh, because we're seeing all the side effects of medicine. And I'm not against medicine. If you have to take it, take it. But this is a more natural way of doing it, and it's really popular, and it's less expensive than most of the other treatments. So if you want information on all the services we have, it's on the website, drjoe.com. There's a little tab up top. It says services. We do lots of services in our wellness centers. And again, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We'd love to be your doctors. Now, I know this uh, podcast goes all over the world. So uh, the supplements we talk about, we can ship them to you if we need to. And if you want to make an appointment, we're in the Atlanta area. Atlanta's the world's busiest airport. You're welcome to fly in. A lot of people do get a hotel, spend a week or so, and see Atlanta, too, which is a lot of fun. A lot of things to do in the Georgia area. We're the new Hollywood, by the way, too. We have, I think we're doing more movies now than Hollywood, so it's a cool place to be. But uh, we want to be your doctors. The website, drjoe.com, tons of information. Uh, so we're talking about uh, issues with anxiety and depression. Uh, things like light dressings, they're low in, sh- low in fat, but they're high in sugar, so you got to be careful with that. Ketchup, 42% sugar. Coffee, caffeine is a stimulant, but can also uh, help uh, make anxiety and depression worse. So you got to be careful. And again, what are we doing when we're anxious and depressed? We want to get a little bit of pleasure in our lives. So we might turn to alcohol or sugars or coffee or drugs, gambling. Many times those are all signs of depression. And so we want to get ourselves out of that, and we do that by eating the right foods. And so, again, energy drinks, alcohol, frosting, there's so many things I want you to stay away from because they're loaded with sugar. So what can you eat? Well, the best things to eat is, get, is nutrient, foods that are high in nutrients that are going to feed your brain. So when I have anxiety and depression patients, I start them out with something called Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. It's the minimum supplements you should be taking every day. Anxiety, depression, whatever your condition, this, I believe, is the supplements that everybody should be taking every day. Now, if you're on blood thinners, there's a little explanation on how to do it on our website. But other than that, there's nobody, if you're eating solid foods, you can do super greens and essential source. It's a complete multivitamin. It's prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes. I find that first step does amazing for patients all across the board. But when they have anxiety, depression, we see really good results with that. Then I add adrenal support. Because you're anxious and depressed, you're burning out what's called your adrenal glands. The adrenal glands produce energy. So many times you're tired if you're anxious or depressed. They produce anti-inflammatories and they produce hormones. And so by feeding the adrenal glands, we kind of help it reboot itself and start producing these hormones again, which is really exciting. Then we want to find out why we're anxious or depressed. Is it chemical, which we're talking about today? Is it physical? I have so many patients come to me that have chronic pain for years, decades sometimes. Doc, I'm just depressed. I can't get out of this pain. I can't function. I can't live my life. What do I do? And so chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. So that's where we start your treatment. We can escalate your care if we need to. We can do trigger points. We can do spinal injections. We can do uh, PRP. We can do uh, exosomes. We can do um, uh, medical evaluations. So we want to start out with the basics and then escalate the care as necessary. And it's, I can't imagine why this isn't the protocol that every insurance company, a lot of insurance companies are doing it now. One of them, I think it was UHC, says you have to go to a chiropractor first before we consider other back pain treatments because they're realizing it's so less expensive. So 
Chiropractic first, drug second, surgery last is the way I like to do my treatment plans. And with nutrition-wise, Super Green's essential source, uh, B-complex. We want to do B-complex because when you're anxious and nervous, it burns out. It uses up your B vitamins. Uh, adrenal support. Probiotics are really important to get the right bacteria in your colon because the bacteria affects brain function. And then we want to look at your digestion because your stomach has one main job. And the stomach's main job is to take proteins, whether that protein is from a carrot or a steak, unravel it, chop it up into something called amino acids. Got it? Proteins break down into amino acids. The amino acid tryptophan becomes serotonin in your brain. Many times when I see anxiety and depression, it's a serotonin issue. So there are medications to help you utilize the little bit of serotonin that you have, or what if we can get your body to make more serotonin? And many times it's because your stomach isn't breaking down proteins into amino acids. So what we do is we can actually adjust the stomach. We can take the stomach and massage it and pull it down away from the diaphragm. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, you feel like things are getting caught in your throat, Many times, that's the stomach up against the diaphragm, not breaking down proteins properly, not getting the amino acids properly, so that can't produce the serotonin, and so the brain can't work. And 95% of your serotonin is not used in your brain, it's used in your digestive system. So if there's a shortage of serotonin, your digestive system sucking up 95%, your brain's getting short-circuited. So many, or short-change, which will short-circuit it. So many times... When we deal with anxiety and depression, we want to eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, what we call whole foods. Whole foods is not the store. It's how food is uh, eaten as close to the way it was picked. Okay, so if we have an orange, that's whole food. Orange juice, not a whole food. Okay, so we want to get the foods in the natural form, as natural as possible. We want to do raw foods as often as possible. So a salad, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocados, a salad as often as possible. And I say one meal a day should be salad. And then we get you on supplements, super greens, essential source, uh, 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 B-complex, adrenal support, probiotics. And then we want to add digestive enzymes. So those supplements are all on our website, drjoe.com. And the digestive enzymes help your digestive system. In fact, just before I came on the air today, somebody sent me a, an email and said uh, a message through the website. You could send message me through the website, drjoe.com and said her husband has really bad acid reflux and she wants to know uh, what she should do. So I explained, you got to fix the stomach, but you got to get them on digestive enzymes to help break up uh, the food more efficiently. And they're, they're out of state. That's why I had to tell them, take some supplements. As soon as you can get in state, let me know. We'll, we'll get you an appointment. So that's how we work with getting the anxiety and depression patients taken care of. And in most cases, we get great results. So avoid processed foods, avoid sugar, more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, supplements, fix the stomach. And if you have pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, the number one treatment for pain by far in most cases is chiropractic care. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com, you can book it right online. The initial visit was 375. We reduced it to 199 through COVID. Looks like COVID is wrapping up. So we're probably going to raise our prices again. So that's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment, going over the x-rays and going over nutrition with you. Nutrition alone is $150. So if you want to get well, $199, exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment, just do it. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. Here's the thing, folks. If you're ever in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time in my experience. So make an appointment right now, drjoe.com. Any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. 
Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.